Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So before we get started, I just want to say a quick word about this episode. This is episode 100 of the podcast and that's a big milestone for me because I am someone who would definitely identify as an introvert and would never have thought I would start a podcast, let alone get to 100 episodes. And when I was younger, I was one of the shyest people you could ever have met and nobody would have said that this is someone who would go on to have a podcast and talk to people talking to people was always a struggle for me so I think I love what I do and I found that podcasts were so helpful for me in learning new things in self-development in building a mindset that was much more helpful to me and my goals and so I wanted to do my own one and I think hearing things said in a longer format sometimes when it comes to weight loss especially when there's so much confusing and conflicting advice out there hearing it explained fully with an evidence-based approach can be really helpful and I thought that that would be something that would be of value even just to my clients who could listen to it and hopefully it would reach a few more people as well and the thing I always remind myself is if this helps one person then it's worth doing And I've got a lot of messages to say that it's helped many more than one person. So thank you to anyone who's got in touch and and said that they've listened and said they found it helpful. And thank you to just listening, anyone who's listening to this. I really appreciate it. I hope you find it useful. And yeah, episode 100, I'm pretty proud of myself for that. And I think we all have things that we do that we deserve to be proud of and acknowledge ourselves for. And to me, it's just emphasised the value of being consistent and just taking small steps towards whatever it is you want to do and it doesn't have to be perfect like this podcast doesn't reach millions of people but that was never the goal the goal was just to put out something that can help and I can't control exactly how many people listen or the effect that it has all I can do is my best and that's the key thing like none of us have to be perfect with things but if there's something that you want to do and you know it's going to help you or somebody else to do it then do it like that's what I've learned from 100 episodes so far so without further ado in this episode we're going to cover three key concepts that I've been talking to clients a lot about recently that could be really helpful for you to focus on as well and the first thing that's come up a lot is consistency with eating patterns makes a huge difference to your results and one of the biggest things that holds people back is this consistency with eating through the week because life is really busy and there's so much to think about and so much to do it's really easy to be in a habit of not really planning food like maybe having a bit of an idea of what you're having for dinner but not necessarily planning breakfast lunch and snacks and maybe not planning towards the end of the week or the weekend and so the weeks can start with the best of intentions but it sort of tails off a lot of the time and there might be a few days missed in terms of planning or keeping track of things. And so it's really hard then to get the results you're looking for if you haven't got the structure and the routine that you kind of need throughout the week and weekend. Often people go 
big chunks of time without eating as well I find this with women a lot because we're always rushing around looking after other people taking the kids to school getting on with work and you can then find that maybe a big chunk of hours has just gone by and suddenly you're ravenously hungry and that can of course lead to then either choosing something that's not particularly a helpful option something high in sugar is what we often crave or just overeating in general because our body and brain are just screaming out for some some food and some nutrition and we do tend to go for the easiest choice in that situation and it's often something that isn't super helpful towards our goals and the other thing that can impact hunger is just not getting enough protein which is a common thing that women struggle to get anyway and when we're not planning things it can be very difficult to get the amount of protein into your meals that would be optimal for you to feel at your best feel fuller for longer and be keeping hold of muscle which is such an important part of weight loss as well and we also have the weekends where of course like when you've had a busy week it's understandable that you're not necessarily going to want to sit down and plan for the weekend and have a structure we we tend to want to just take the weekends on the fly a little bit and we need to kind of find that middle ground ideally with that because it's so easy to overeat and overdrink at the weekend when there's no plan whatsoever and if you can find that sweet spot where you do have the flexibility you do have some fun stuff in there but you just also have something that helps you to have a bit of a routine that keeps you on track towards your goals makes life easier for you and enables you to to be aware of what you're having and the amounts and how it can add up over the course of the week and the weekend so question to ask would be how can you get into a routine with food during the week and the weekend that feels doable and doable is the key word it needs to feel doable and enjoyable it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be amazing nutrition it doesn't have to be something that's really complicated to do we just want to keep it nice and simple i think a lot of the time as well we feel like planning it's it's restrictive and it's boring but it it doesn't need to be like it can include foods that you love and it can actually set you up for success pride freedom in the long term as well freedom to eat the foods that you love most and still lose weight because you've got great nutrition in there helping you feel good and you said no to like other temptations that aren't that great anyway it gives you freedom to go into any shop with clothes that you love the look of buy those clothes and feel fantastic in them as well and it gives you freedom to do things that you love like to feel fitter stronger more healthy proud of yourself for for what you've achieved as well so if we can find a way to make it feel like yeah i'm including healthy foods i like and i'm including the foods that are most worth it to me that i most enjoy then it can be something that it actually creates more time as well it creates more time freedom because you've spent a bit of time thinking about it but then you set yourself up for everything else to flow much more smoothly there's much less time you've got to keep thinking and making decisions about food through the day through the weekend because you've already got a bit of a structure there that works and the people who i see are most successful with with weight loss really are the people who have just kind of set routines in terms of food like there's certain breakfasts that work for them that they enjoy they have the same sort of lunches they might have a few different meals they kind of cycle through but they know like certain meals work for them they can put them together quick and easily and with dinners as well they have kind of a pattern with that where they've got meals they like they know how to structure that meal so they've got good protein in there good amount of vegetables and then they have a few snacks they're easy go-to snacks as well and at the weekends 
they follow a similar pattern and it might be a bit more free and a bit more flexible, but there's still structure and routine in there. Whereas when people tend to struggle, it's just there's much less structure and much less routine. So moving towards how can I set myself up for success with this makes such a difference. And it's that consistency that's key. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it needs to just be something where you you feel confident, you're kind of on track and you're aware of what you're doing. And planning will really help massively with that consistency around it. So easy choices that work for you is the key thing when it comes to planning. So protein is a hugely important part of it. If you can get a source of protein into each meal, it's going to make a massive difference to how you feel in terms of energy levels, keeps your blood sugar levels nice and stable, helps you stay fuller for longer. Protein is the building block of our muscle as well. And if we're thinking about weight loss and we want to keep our metabolism as high as it can be, so we're burning more calories during the day, having more muscle enables us to do that. So eating regular protein and doing resistance training the two of those combined are incredibly beneficial for lasting success with weight loss and with so many other factors of health and life as well that the people who tend to live the longest most active healthy lives are the people who generally have more muscle and that comes from protein and resistance training so protein will make a big big difference and fruit and veg of course are really important to plan in as well and we could go into that in more detail. We can talk about healthy fats and carbs, but I've done that in other episodes. So to keep it simple, looking for protein, looking for fruits and vegetables within your day, those are the key things to start with. Some of my clients will, are taking photos of their food as a way of keeping a, a visual food diary. And one thing that can really help there is to, to take a picture of each meal and your snacks and have a look at the day as a whole and see like how much colour is in this day. Have I got different coloured fruits and vegetables in there? Because if you're having a decent amount of fruit and veg, you'll see a good amount of colour in that day. And it can be nice to look at that and see, actually, yeah, that looks nutritious, that looks vibrant and healthy. And the more you can find ways to slot these things in, like the more you're going to get that fibre, the nutrients, all the benefits that they provide. And having half a plate of, of vegetables at dinner is just a really good, easy win to try and create as often as possible. And that could be dinner, it could be lunch, it could be both. But if you're filling your plate with any vegetables that you enjoy, cooked in any way that works for you, they could be fresh, they could be frozen, it could be a pre-prep salad, whatever's the easiest way to do it, that's going to make a massive difference as well. And if you've got these things ready available at home, you've got things like frozen veg, uh, and you maybe have the habit of ordering easy salad options, you've always got something that's available. I think frozen veg is a game changer for, for a lot of people. Then you can always just pop that in a, in a pan and stir fry it up. You can put it in the microwave, you can bake it. And it's something that you could always then add to a meal. And it does make a huge difference. And when it comes to snacks, protein and fruit for, for default snacks are incredibly helpful as well. And that could mean having some protein options in stock like consistently so that you can always go to them in the week or at the weekend if you're a little bit hungry like having those is right that's my default can make a big difference if you've got biscuits and crisps and chocolate available but you've set yourself the the kind of the goal and the guideline that if this is if this is a, a snack i'm going to have i'm going to stick to protein and fruit and then i'll save some calories for whatever is most worth it to me like often crisps and biscuits and things they're nice but they're not exceptional and it's it feels better to save save those kind of calories for things that are really delicious like a 
bit of cake that you come across that's just been made when you're out in a nice cafe and it looks amazing or a dessert when you go out for dinner something that's really special is worth saving those kind of sweet calories for or those low nutrition calories for so when it comes to just default snacking having fruit available having protein sources available to snack on which could be things like boiled eggs it could be cooked meat it could be smoked salmon it could be a uh, protein bar potentially that's often helpful if you're out and about it could be a protein shake it could be high protein yogurt those are going to be very very useful to snack on and they'll just top up your protein for the day which is often very helpful it's very difficult to eat too much protein in the way that we generally tend to eat if you're getting it into each meal and a snack it's likely that's going to put you into a really optimal range for protein so most people do struggle with this planning consistency it's like some people can do planning quite well and it's maybe just towards the end of the week it tails off a little bit Um, it might be that there's certain days that are quite busy and so the plan goes off track a little bit on those days or they don't get the chance to make a plan or they don't they just don't make a plan whether they get the chance or not and the weekends can be pretty ad hoc as well and this is nothing to to kind of criticize people for this is just like life is busy and these aren't things to to feel bad about if you notice that's a pattern it's just something that is very helpful to be aware of and to work on strategies to enable yourself to do it if you think that could be useful for you because based on what I've seen with a lot of clients finding ways to do that to plan consistently makes an incredible difference to weight loss success and to making it a less stressful process as well making it much more enjoyable and I think one of the most common patterns is starting the week well and motivated and then we find as the week goes on like sometimes plans will change so if you've planned for the week by the time you get to Thursday like a lot of things could be different by then compared to how they were looking at the start of the week often like things will happen life will get in the way motivation will drop off as well as the week goes on generally like you get more tired you've had a lot of things to think about and things to do so the plan that you made with your kind of fresh monday self might not work for the the thursday friday version of you and if that's the case it can help to plan for two halves of the week so maybe plans on monday to thursday and then Friday to Sunday, maybe just sort of checking in with yourself either Thursday or Friday to see, okay, how's this week gone so far? And what do I need to do for the next few days like to navigate the weekend? What are my plans for the weekend? And where do I want to prioritise like having something out, like something tasty, whether it's a takeaway, whether I'm going to go out for for lunch or for dinner. Those are the things I want to enjoy and have that flexibility with. And then for the other meals where I'm in control, I'm at home, how can I get good nutrition into those meals? How can I get protein, fruit and veg? Because if we're eating out, if we're getting a takeaway, that's mostly going to be carbs and fats and more calories. So if you can kind of look to balance that out a little bit with lighter nutritious choices, that helps a lot too. And it's always going to be protein, fruit and veg that we don't get as much of in meals out and takeaways. So getting those in, in the meals you are in control of fully, like you can prepare whatever you want, like that really does help. And it might be like some people find doing a general plan for the week, but then checking it each day to just do a full daily plan can make a, a big difference as well. And that way it sounds like it might be time consuming, but it, it definitely doesn't need to be. It can literally be take like two to five minutes to write down a quick plan for the week. And then at the start of the day or the night before, take 
a couple of minutes just to look at what's happening tomorrow. Does the plan I've got still work? If not, like what changes could I make that will make it easier for me to stick to? And then go with that. And then you can see, does that work for me? Did I stick to it? If I didn't, like, is there anything useful to learn from that that I can then help to base the next plan on to make sure it feels like it is doable? You might find that there's certain times when you don't have the time you needed to cook something in the evening and you end up going for an easier option. And that's really helpful to be aware of those patterns so that you can find things that work for you, whether it's a really easy meal you can put together, whether it's the occasional kind of reasonably nutritious ready meal that you just bung in the oven. There's all sorts of options that can work and it's just looking for how does this fit into my lifestyle? Like how is this going to be doable? Can I batch cook something? Can I have a really easy meal like a stir fry one night that I can just chuck in a pan, it's ready in 10 minutes? What would be an option that would work for me? And there's no perfect way to do it, but it does massively, massively improve your success to have a structure. And our bodies just, our bodies work well with routine, with when it comes to food and when it comes to sleep as well. If we're getting to bed at the same sort of time, waking up at the same sort of time at the weekends too, it's incredible how that can impact your eating habits and how you feel and your energy levels and your choices in the day. So we just, we thrive when we have when we have a routine so planning that can be incredibly beneficial and generally to sum that up three meals a day with protein often works well for people that doesn't have to be three meals it could be two it could be four what matters most when it comes to weight loss is your overall calorie intake but if you've got three meals with protein you've got half a plate of veg at lunch or dinner or both that is going to make a very big difference and make life a lot easier just to then focus on everything else going on and have your food ticking along nicely keeping you nourished giving you the energy that you need to get through the day and when it comes to weight loss if you're if you're not losing weight over a few weeks then it's safe to say you're likely eating or drinking too many calories overall and this is something that a lot of people feel really disheartened by and really frustrated with if there's no change in the weight it's a very normal occurrence to be a bit of a plateau with things and it's so important to see it as it's just it's useful data the scales will change and fluctuate on a daily and weekly basis for us women especially anyway so it's important to look at the trend over a few weeks because you might if you're still having periods like you'll find that you're perhaps in the run-up to your period like you gain a few pounds then all sorts of things impact our weight, whether it's hormones, whether it's like the certain foods that we eat, if we eat more carbohydrates, more salty food, we'll gain a few pounds potentially the next day. So the trend over a few weeks is important. And actually, if you've got a regular menstrual cycle, then comparing your weight in the same week of your menstrual cycle from one month to the next is one of the most accurate ways to look at things so that you've got just that clear picture of where things are. And even then, there could be still fluctuations going on. So it's important to take measurements and look at your clothes and notice any other forms of progress as well. But when it comes to weight, as I said, if it's not changing over a few weeks or over a month, then all that's really saying is that your current intake in terms of calories is likely to, likely to be matching your output in terms of energy expenditure, so your activity and exercise that you do. And it's just useful to know that it's, if we see it as just data, it's just information, then we can do something about it. Because often the first reaction can be frustration, negative thoughts, like feeling like 
I'm never going to get there. It can lead you down the road of thinking like it's this isn't fair. Like other people can do this. Other people seem to be able to eat more than me and still lose weight. Why is this not working? And these sorts are normal. Like there's no there's nothing abnormal or nothing to feel bad about when it comes to thinking that way. But it just doesn't help at all. Like it doesn't serve you in any way. It just saps your motivation. It saps your energy, and it gets your brain focused on all the reasons why it won't work, all the reasons why it's hard. And to help you get some progress from this, if we bring it back to seeing it as this is just data, then you've got the opportunity to find, okay, what can I learn from this? Like what little tweaks could I make that might make a difference here? If I'm looking at this objectively, looking at my planning, looking at my nutrition intake, looking at how um, how much alcohol I've had, how many snacks I've had, where can I make a few changes? And if you've been keeping notes on things, you've noticed maybe there's been a few times when you've had more than you needed, like you felt a little bit too full after your meal, or you noticed, oh, I had a few snacks in the week that actually I wasn't that hungry for. It was more like a habit thing, or it was more just a bit of emotional eating, so I was a bit tired, so I was a bit stressed. That's really helpful to notice as well. And we're often used to really quick results as well. If you've done any diets before, many many times I've worked with clients who've done a lot of different diet plans none of which have worked for the long term which is why they've come to work with me in a much more holistic way but because there's that experience of when I start a weight loss plan I see quick results like I see the weight drop in the first few weeks significantly that's that's what the brain's expecting to see again and on those weight loss plans, the majority of the time, the quick results have come from just cutting lots of things out, having rules and restrictions to follow, avoiding certain food groups, like cutting out maybe sugar or al- alcohol or certain snacks or carbohydrates. And all of those things, of course, are going to lead to some quick weight loss, but they don't turn out to be sustainable for the vast majority of people. And that's where once you stop doing that diet, the weight just comes back on again. So when it's a different approach, when you're doing it in a way of looking at building habits, looking at making it sustainable and enjoyable, it takes longer to see the results start to really happen. And that's normal. It's completely normal. If you think about how how long it maybe took to gain the weight that you want to lose now, it's unlikely that you gained it all in the space of like 12 weeks, right? It often takes years of just gradual accumulation for you to get to that point where you then decide, right, this is the time to lose this weight. So it's not really realistic to expect to lose it all in 12 weeks unless you go gung-ho, really restrict things, and then it makes it very difficult to sustain. So if we can take it as, okay, we've got useful information here and we can just make a few tweaks and see what happens. And remember, it's not a race. Like It doesn't have to be rapid results, although we'd all love that to happen. It's just not how the body works in terms of creating long-term weight loss for the majority of people so what if we approached it in a different way what if we just looked at small changes which feel doable and we get on with really focusing on enjoying life at the same time and feeling good about ourselves now and see what difference that makes and it's so key to ask that question like what what could I change this week if there was one thing that I could tweak in terms of my habits my choices that I think might help and I think I could do what would that one thing be and then try that for the week and see how you get on with it and then that's something you could build on the following week with an additional habit or you might find actually that's something that you you can see is benefiting you and you continue that for a few more weeks but 
if it feels like it's sustainable and it feels like I can I can keep doing this, I'm just making small changes, that's where we want to be. And that, although it feels slower, it's actually a lot quicker because it gets you to the result and allows you to stay there rather than yo-yoing back and forth for potentially the rest of life. So starting with planning and tracking, even for weekends, would be a key place to look at when it comes to what are the changes I could make. If you see something else like go for that but if you're not currently planning and tracking and by tracking I don't necessarily mean tracking calories but just keeping track of your food intake tracking calories is fine if you do it but there's there's many methods of of keeping track of food as long as you're keeping track in some form whether it's just a written food diet or anything else like that's great as long as you've got some data to look at and then you can see what changes you could make but keeping track at the weekends as well is super beneficial super important and seeing it just as the best way you can look at it. Like it doesn't have to be this boring, restrictive process. It can just be, I'm just collecting useful information and this is going to help me a lot. Like I know if I keep track of this and I don't feel bad for what I have, but I look at ways I can just help myself out. I help myself still enjoy the weekends, but also maybe swap out a few things that aren't that amazing, put in a few extra bits that make me feel so much better in terms of protein and nutritious choices. And let's see what happens if I do that for the next few weeks to come. So planning what you enjoy and remembering it's like it's not restrictive to do that. It creates freedom to enjoy what you love most and still get the results you're looking for. It's not a life sentence as well. That's the key thing. It's, it can feel like if I'm cutting these things out, or I'm trying this, like I'm stuck doing this forever. But it doesn't have to be anything you do long term. It's just... Everything is a choice and an experimentation and you can change the approach at any point. It's all in your control and it's always flexible. Seeing what happens when you just go for it for a short time and assess and keep reassessing, it's incredible that the changes that can come from that. So this leads me on to the second big point I've been talking about with clients recently and that is planning and enjoying what is most worth it to you. So this is a really important part of developing a healthy relationship with food and that's, that is something I would define as mostly taking care of yourself with amazing nutrition that you enjoy and also having nothing off limits. No foods are bad foods. If you really love it, it's planning it in, eating it mindfully, enjoying it guilt-free. And something that a few clients have found helpful recently is the concept of imagining a red velvet rope around your body and you're only letting foods pass that rope that are really worth it. And that's really worth it, either meaning they're really nutritious and they really support my health and my well-being and they're really good for me and I like them. I feel good when I eat them. Or it's they just are delicious. They're not very nutritious, but they are right up there in terms of like, I really love that food and I want that to, to be part of my life. So it's kind of having higher standards for the foods that you allow into your body. So we've got either great nutrition or we've got the things that you love the most and this can then mean like it makes it easier to say no to things that are not as amazing like it could be things that you can get in the shop so the things that you could buy anytime like cookies or donuts that are just the generic sort of shop bought ones that you might get offered they might be in your house or your workplace and they can be really tempting but if they're things you can get anytime it can help you to think, no, I've got this red velvet rope around me. Like I am worth amazing food, like not just general food. I'm worth the best. And that could mean, so saying no to those kind of things, but then saying yes to 
something that your kids have baked for you and you really want to try or an amazing homemade cake or your favorite dessert at the restaurant or a couple of glasses of wine on a Friday night those kind of things that you really really get the most enjoyment from and the key to this is two things one is having good habits and routines with eating in general so planning eating nutritious meals most of the time saying no to those less nutritious choices aren't exceptional and having healthier options available to make it easier to stay on track that creates that room for those kind of higher calorie less nutritious foods that you do really want to include and allows you to have those things and still lose weight as well and the second key is mindful eating so eating slowly like really tasting and enjoying each bite and noticing when that taste starts to fade as well this often happens and we can often miss it because we're eating mindlessly or we're eating quickly because we feel bad about what we're eating or we're distracted but if you slow things right down and you notice that very first bite of whatever it is that you're having that you really love. Notice how good that tastes in the first mouthful. And then see, as you start to go through having that meal or that snack, if you start to feel satisfied, the taste will start to drop. And it often happens even after just a few bites. You notice like the first few bites are always the best. And then it starts to just gradually fade. And if you're aware of that, it can really help you then to notice, okay, what point am I satisfied here? Like where could I potentially stop? knowing that if I'm satisfied before I've finished it, I could always save it for another time. I could get it again another time because it's not off limits. It's not a bad food. I'm not banned from having it. I can plan it in whenever I want and I'm fully in control. If you've got that kind of mindset around it and you're really, really mindfully eating it, you get the maximum benefit out of that food because you're really present and you notice that actually because I'm so present and enjoying it without guilt and noticing the taste, Often that means feeling satisfied with less because you get more out of the amount you have. When we eat quickly with like with guilt or mindlessly, we don't fully register what we're having. And so it's very easy then to keep going longer and eat more because we're still trying to get that feeling from it. So slowing it down, being super present, no distractions, just really enjoying that food. That can really, really help to then factor that in and enjoy it and still be consistent with everything else like to be happy to go back to nutritious choices because you know like, you can have that thing again whenever you decide to and you could see it as valuing yourself more as well if we go back to that red velvet rope it's like you're really worth amazing food amazing nutrition and the very best of things that aren't nutritious and when you see it as valuing yourself like this this actually leads me on to the third and final point valuing yourself is so so key when it comes to successful weight loss and weight maintenance and health in general seeing it as you are worth the effort and you're also worth like feeling good about yourself now supporting yourself and encouraging yourself and being kind to yourself is probably the most important thing that I work on with clients because so many of us women are are so hard on ourselves and this is often what creates that that vicious cycle of being stuck sort of trying to lose weight in a quick restrictive way to to get away from the pain that you're currently in and wanting it to happen quicker and finding it difficult to maintain because it's it's not a sustainable process that we generally go for in that situation and then ending up going back to square one because it wasn't sustainable there's still that harsh critical voice like beating you up a lot of the time and so you end up overeating at some point falling off track feeling bad 
eventually starting a new diet and it just keeps on repeating and if we're looking at it in a different way as like how can I have self-compassion self-kindness like be be really kind to myself value myself and support myself every step of the way it's amazing how different the process is when you do that and this isn't just woo woo airy fairy stuff like it's it works there's so much so much kind of research now and showing that there are huge benefits to doing this there's a lot of research coming out about self-compassion and the impact that has i see this with clients all the time as well clients who are able to to be kinder to themselves and to to support themselves and not beat themselves up when they slip up they're the ones that will then look at what went wrong and learn something from it and then they just keep going they get back on track they've got a lesson that they can take and they keep moving forwards whereas when you're stuck in that that mindset of i need to be perfect and if i'm not perfect i failed if i've had something off plan i've messed it up so i may as well keep going then it becomes this this really vicious cycle so feeling good about yourself is key and it's it's not always the easiest thing to do when we're in a society that encourages us to to not feel like we're enough like we're bombarded with social media and advertising that makes us feel like other people are doing better other people are better they look better and we need to then be better so we need to follow this person on social media or buy this thing to make us feel good and that can lead to feeling like we're never enough we're not good enough and if you've had experience with weight loss where it's it's not lasted like that can lead to kind of feeling in this really negative cycle about it as well but when you choose to feel good about yourself and you choose to look for the things you're doing well and the smallest things you can appreciate about you there are many things there will always be many things that you're doing well and that you can appreciate sometimes they're hard to see but if you're looking for even even the smallest thing that you can grasp that makes you feel a bit better when you feel good about yourself you make better choices for yourself and that's really key like when we feel good about things and we care about things and we value things we treat them really well right we we give them in the sense of our body we would give ourselves great nutrition if we feel good about ourselves we wouldn't stuff ourselves with food that makes us feel rubbish when we feel good about ourselves so feeling good about yourself is so so key and it has to come first it has to come before everything else because then it will impact your choices and your decisions and your consistency so this can come from choosing to focus on helpful and encouraging thoughts because there will always be unhelpful thoughts there'll always be negative thoughts our brains are designed to be negative and to look for threats and to to see anything that could be a danger and to look for things that could make you worried and anxious and things you're not doing well enough we're we're designed to be that way so it's normal for your brain to to be critical and to not focus on the good stuff but you've got the choice of where your thoughts go, like where you direct them to. You might have these thoughts come up that don't help and don't make you feel good, but you don't have to stay focused on them. Like you can switch to what helps me feel better right now. Like what can I focus on that makes me feel more positive? And this is things like being proud of your actions. Like the smallest things you're doing, before you see any results from doing them, before you see the scales change or anything like that, just being proud of what you're doing, being proud of the fact that you're taking positive action for yourself, even in the smallest possible way, even if you just go out for a five minute walk when you didn't feel like it, that counts. Even if you make one healthy food choice today, that still counts. And then when you're looking for that and you're feeling proud of what you're doing and you're just looking for any wins, any signs of progress, 
and you're encouraging yourself as if you like imagine that you've got your best friend or an amazing coach with you all the time thinking about what they would say to you like if they were helping you and supporting you and encouraging you what would they say when you're struggling or when you're about to make a choice how would they how would they guide you and encourage you in that situation and that is something that is so so worth practicing remembering as well it doesn't matter how long it takes like most quick transformations that you see online and in magazines and social media like they come from diets that don't last and we see that that 12 week transformation and we see that that eight week eight week from transformation or anything else that looks amazing and quick and we think that's real life and it's it's just not for the vast majority of people that is not real life sustainable weight loss it takes longer but it's so so worth that time if you focus on actually enjoying it and feeling good about yourself along the way it doesn't feel like a struggle like it feels like you're actually enjoying your life you're able to still include foods that you love you're still able to have social events and go out for meals and go on holiday and eat too much at times but come back to it and just keep going and keep being consistent and you're learning stuff and you're slowly improving things along the way that is then real life enjoyable sustainable weight loss the other thing to remember is no one else has your life and your body and your circumstances so there's literally no one else to compare to with this there's no timeline that you have to have reached a certain weight by sometimes that can feel motivating but sometimes it can add pressure and it can feel like then you're failing when actually you're not so remembering like the timeline it it really doesn't matter for for you and your goals and your happiness and your life what matters is how you are thinking about things now and how you're framing things as you go along the process you can do it like you can you can get to the goals that you've got how to do it comes from focusing on the right things so that you can keep taking action. If thoughts that make you feel negative will just distract you from that and they'll stop you taking the consistent action that leads to results and they'll sap your motivation and you'll lose that energy that you had and it leads to then going off track and thinking, well, I'm never going to get there anyway. I may as well just eat this. Those thoughts will still pop up, but you can redirect them. Don't compare to anyone else. If you're making progress in any way, that is awesome i'd see a lot of the times that people compare to others and or they compare to their previous experiences on diets they've done before and they get disheartened and they get frustrated and they have a blowout and they they stop they stop trying but if they had focused on the wins that they were creating and all the good things they'd done in that week regardless of what the scale said like if they focused on hey i'm changing my habits here like i'm taking better care of myself I'm getting a bit fitter, like I'm doing more activity, I'm protecting my health for the rest of my life by doing this. If they look for one thing to improve as well, just one thing, and they'd kept going with doing what they'd been doing, they would have seen more progress the next week, I can almost guarantee it. But instead, it's so easy to get disheartened and to say, oh, it's just not working. And they end up going round and round in circles. But don't be that person, like, choose to feel proud of what you're doing and your brain will get that little hit of dopamine from when we feel proud about anything and that will motivate you to keep going it'll give you just that extra bit of strength to say okay i'm just going to keep taking positive action for today i'm going to look for the wins and i'm going to be proud of myself so if you're focused on small steps and building habits and focusing on how you're thinking and thinking about things 
in a helpful way that serves you and that protects your energy and gives you energy and motivation to keep going that will lead to more consistent choices it will lead to reduced calories over time because you'll be more consistent you won't have the ups and downs of restriction and then overeating you'll be in the middle which over time will lead to less calories than you would have taken in and that is what will create lasting results that consistency that enjoyment of the process that focus on habits and small steps so i hope that was helpful thank you as always for listening if you need any help feel free to email me my email is hayley at hayleyplumber.co.uk and you can come find me on facebook or instagram via the link in the show notes if you have time to leave a five-star rating or review on whatever podcast platform you listen to i'll be hugely grateful it's very helpful for the podcast when you do that and if there's anyone that you know that could find this useful if you can share it with them i'd be super grateful for that too thank you for listening and speak to you again soon thank you so much for listening to the podcast today i hope you enjoyed it if you have any questions if i can help you in any way please feel free to get in contact with me via my website hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram and I would love to connect with you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon.